Hello boys and girls, and a very warm welcome to The Tonic Screwdriver. I'm Ken Moss. I'm Simon Exton. And tonight is the sixth and final part of our Mason's Gin Review series. Simon, what have we got for tonight? Tonight we have Mason's Dry Yorkshire Gin Peppered Pear Edition. It's 42% small batch gin. Info bollocks from the website says, light and sweet pear leading to hints of pink peppercorn and rose. Yeah, it's won awards. Gold at the World Gin Awards in 2018 and gold two years running at the China Wine and Spirits Awards in 2018 and 2019. So gold is always good. Mm-hmm. Now, as ever, yeah, we're yeah. just having it with Indian tonic and a bit of ice. We don't mix it with anything else. Um, it's mixed fairly strong, as we've said in a previous one, that the Mason's ones are very subtle and they benefit from a little less tonic than usual. This one, we've not deliberately kept it till last, but I was somewhat trepidatious. I'm not a big fan of peppercorns and pepper flavours in gin. I am a big fan of pear as a flavour. I'll let you describe the nose first. It doesn't really have one. No, uh, which is a common theme with pretty much all the Mason's gins. However, having tasted this, it's lovely. That's a very subtle pepper flavour and a decent kick of the pear. It complements it very nicely. I'm suitably impressed and surprised. I like this a lot. I agree. There's not really anything on the nose at all. Mason's does seem to be either feast or famine. They either get their blending absolutely perfectly spot on. And I think they've done that with this one. Mm. Or they're a mile away. This is lovely. You can taste taste the pear, you can taste the pepper, you can taste that it's a gin. I really like this. There's that bittery, sharp aftertaste which lingers a little while. It's not unpleasant though. It's that gin bitterness that you expect. I have to say, having tried this, I'm still not warming to pepper as a flavour in a drink at all. This isn't in any way unpleasant, I would go back to this. But I have to say, the pear is so pronounced in this, I would love to see Mason's try just a pear gin. I think they'd do it really, really well. Whereas I think the balance works really nicely. Now, I'm not opposed to, to peppery gins. I think they need to be subtly peppery, which this is absolutely beautifully done. There's not too much of an aftertaste either, because one of the Mason's gins that we had earlier in this uh, in this series had quite an unpleasantly bitter aftertaste, mm. and this doesn't at all. Is it a four or five? It's not quite five territory for me. It's a good solid four. I would have another one of these. In fact, the more you drink of this, the pear starts coming out more and the pepper reduces. The pear flavour in this is delicious. Yes. As a pear gin, I think this is possibly about the nicest Mm. pear gin that I've had. And there aren't a huge number of pear gins that I've come across. So that in and of itself is unusual enough to make it interesting. But it's really, really nicely done. From my point of view, I would wholeheartedly request that Mason's just do a pear gin. I honestly think it will be delicious. See if you can ramp up the pear as far as it will go and cut out the pepper. And this, for me, would probably be a perfect gin. It'd be a five. The pepper just nudges it down a bit, but I think that's only because I don't like it. But this, I'd venture to say, is the best of the range we've had so far. I know you were a big fan of the slow. Yes, I, th- I think the slow is the sta- the absolute standout. I think their basic original gin is the the second one. I think this and the apple are pretty neck and neck, and then the lavender and then the tea. Mm. 
Sorry, T. I really wanted to like the T. It has improved, though. We've upgraded it from a 1 to a 2, so it's not at the bottom of the pile anymore. But no, it's not for us. Masons do very much seem to be feast or famine, and... I suspect that because it's such a positive flavour, there are people that absolutely love that tea gin. If that's you, happy days, fill your boots. Um, I'm glad you enjoy it. It's not for me. Whereas there are probably people who, again, because it's good and it's positive, that aren't wildly keen on, the, on their slow gin. I mean, clearly they're wrong. But the thing that we can say about all six of these gins in the taster pack, whether we like them or not, they are, one, well-blended, and two, very positive. It might be a, a positive that you don't like, but I think they're one of those distilleries where when you find something that you like that they've done, it will become an instant favorite. And I'm like that with their slow distilled slow. I think that is absolutely gorgeous. And since we recorded that episode, a bottle of it may be winging its way to me as we speak. Masons, your six bottle tester pack has hit the mark with us. It is interesting, and both of us have been around long enough and tasted enough gins now. We don't have our time to waste on gins that are not interesting. So, Masons, thank you for what you're doing with gin. It is different and therefore laudable. Yeah, and with any kind of experimentation, I love the fact that people are experimenting and it won't necessarily always work for me. But please don't stop because at some point you'll find something else that I'm absolutely bowled over by. The other thing that I quite like about the, this Mason's pack is that there's no, oh God, I'm just going to sound like you here, but there's no foreign botanicals. <laughs> um, there, there's no dragged from the terraces of Indonesia or whatever. It's all good, solid English flavours. Mm-hmm.